Hello everyone, thank you so much for joining episode number 11 of Whipcast. I was invited by my good friends Nico and Andrea Fisher to stay with them in Germany for a week. This was my first time uh, ever traveling to Europe um, in Germany. It was just a great way to begin my exploration of, of the countries of Europe. Uh, they were so generous to me, uh, both of them letting me uh, stay in their home uh, showing me around, uh, some traveling, excellent food, and we were able to do a whip cast. I didn't have my uh, original um, microphones and interface that I usually use to record an interview, just it was a little too much to bring. Uh, but we made it work with just the camera and the Rode mic. So this is an interview with Andrea Fisher. She's been making whips for almost two years now, and her products are already looking really good. I had a chance to try out a lot of her whips. Uh, and during my stay, um, I actually got to make my first stock whip alongside Andrea. It was her first stock whip as well. Um, Adam Winrich was generous in sharing his, uh, his plans with us. We were able to make a, a matched set. Um, and being that this was the first time we had each ever made one, I was kind of thinking, well, I hope they turn out. Is it going to be hard to do? But they turned out. We're both happy with them. Uh, in the end, we actually, before I went home, we swapped whips. Uh, she took mine, and I, I took her whip to just kind of remember the trip and the good times. And I'll always keep that whip. So you'll have to forgive me, Andrea. I uh, it's a little painful to to go back in the editing for this one. I mispronounced your name several times in the beginning of the podcast. So please don't be too mad at me. Also joining us for this interview intermittently is Nico Fisher, Andrea's husband. He uh, sometimes will help out with the strand lengths, uh, cutting the strands, waxing the whips, and uh, the smaller preparation work. So you'll be hearing from him as well. So enjoy the podcast. This is Andrea Fisher of Andrea's Snake Pit. <laughs> Here in beautiful northwest or central west Germany with my friends Andrea and Nico Fisher. They've been uh, very kind to me letting me stay here for a week. We've been having a good time uh, making a matched pair of stock whips. Uh, Adam Winrich's build. We've been working on that today. Uh, we visited the dome. Um, just having a good time. They're, they've been very generous feeding me well. Good German food. <laughs> I'm having a blast here. So thank you to them. For letting me stay in their home for a week. So, Andrea, Andrea, when did you start making whips? What got you into it? What was? Well, it started about a year ago. Um, that I was, um, yeah, that I started my first boy whip, and uh, it was really because Nico said to me um, he would like to have a have a proper nice boy whip, and uh, he said, "Oh, look, there's a tutorial on YouTube. How about uh, you just try it?" And I thought. No, that doesn't look like much fun. It just looks like a lot of work. Um, I'm not sure if I can do it. So I was like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, Come on, it's probably really easy. Why don't you just have a look at the video that Nick, Nick made? Yeah. And uh, I looked at it and I just thought, oh my God, this is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> 
as a lot of people do, you know? That's well, how I felt when I first made it. I was like, it's a one-time thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, because, I mean, if you just watch a video for an hour and a half, you think, oh my God, if, if the video already takes that long, then it will probably take me weeks. And, um, no, no, I don't really want to do it. And then, yeah, a bit later, I thought, well, okay, I'll just make this one, just see how it goes, you know, get the power cord in and, um, you know, just a few bits and pieces to, to throw together and just see, um, yeah, if it works. And um, so I've done the first one and it worked, it cracked. Um, I think it looked all right. So, uh, yeah, and then Nico said, um, Oh, it would be nice if you make a one that's a bit longer and a bit thicker. Have you have you thought about making three bellies? And I said, I don't know if it works, mm -hmm. but we can try it out. So I made another one um, in a bit bigger and longer. Um, and then after that, I saw the video about the snake whips. And I thought, oh, they look really cute. I want to, I want to make one of those. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why I did, and then it started that, yeah, people, he was he was always playing in pubs and, you know, I was just always showing the whip around, look, my wife did yeah. this, and yeah. and uh, and then the first people said, oh, I would like to have one as well, this looked like fun, because I was doing all the pop tricks, you know, blowing out candles, and, yeah. you know, um, so yeah, then the first person came and said, oh, I would like to have one, would you sell me one? And the next one came and said, oh, I would really like one. I was a good friend, so I, I gave one to him. And yeah, and then it just, uh, just went really quickly from there. That's was, great. From just trying it out to a business, it was re really short time. Yeah. And tell me if you've experienced this here in, in Germany, but it seems as though when you make a whip, most of the people around you have never seen one before. So you get that they've never had that hands-on experience cracking one so it's this like what is that it's this odd thing that they, they want to know more about and why you you know why are you making this what is this it's it's something that they're not used to it's yes yeah. would you say yeah i think it's even worse in germany because um either they just think indiana jones but then why would you need one you know yeah. what's the point in having one you're not indiana jones and uh so uh yeah it's just a just something you hang up the wall as yeah. a decoration thing. Um, or the other side is, um, you know, I've quite often that um, people say, oh yeah, so do you like it if your husband hits you with it? And you know, it's like mm -hmm. like a fetish thing. Mm -hmm. And um, of course there are some customers as well that say, yeah, sure. I'd like to have one because, um, you know, it's, um, is it SM as well? And mm -hmm. yeah, in, uh, in English. Um, yeah, but quite often now when, when they see that you can use it actually as, um, yeah, as a sport thing, um, they get interested in it and mm -hmm. they want to try it out. And um, it normally just takes a few hours, and they're like, "Oh, I take, I would like to have one as well." And they're hooked. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they really enjoy it because uh, yeah, it's it's a different sport. It's not nothing you normally see. Yeah. Um, I mean, sure. some people hate it because of the noise. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm well aware of, of that. You know, <laughs> for yeah. sure. You know, my mom hates it. She's yeah. like, oh, I, she just thinks it's a really horrible noise. Some people just don't get it, you know? Yeah. And then it's oftentimes people who have never tried one. It's just, it's weird to them. It's yeah, like, they don't what, know what how do great do? it is yeah. when you finally cracked it. It feels you know? like you've accomplished something. Yeah. You know? 
as, as you know, as simple as it is to, to do a you know forward cattleman's crack, like you feel oh, it's not that simple. If right, I, I mean, I've seen right. so many people yeah. where you think, no, it's not <laughs> simple to crack a rib, it's yeah. very simple to hit yourself. Yeah, um, but I should have said relative to all the other cracks, you well, can that's do. True, you know, you yeah. got Adam Winrich who's doing all this two handed crazy stuff and tossing them and catching them. Yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah, but he always makes it look so easy I as know. well. Yeah, um, yeah. Thank you, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's, uh, I've seen so many people say, like, oh, I want to try this, you know, and then they just uh, have it in their hand and they hit, hit themselves, they hit everyone else around yeah. them. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, then normally either they give up straight away or if they get some proper instructions, then they get it after a while and then they're really happy and then they want to do it again and again. Yeah. So would you say that you're you're someone who likes to or who like to make things with your hands were you kind of a an artistic person did you like building things before you got into whips yeah i think yeah. i do yeah i yeah. always um i'm always someone who likes to work more with the hands than the head mm-hmm. um and um yeah i i was i tried so many things beforehand you know just I don't know, like normal things you do as a woman when you're bored, like knitting and crochet and um, I don't know what else, loads of things. And after a while, I always got bored. And it's like, it's, it's not really things that other people want either. Mm-hmm. It's like just so many hats you can knit until everyone is sorted. And uh, yeah, and it's so many people who do that as well. You sure. know, if, if I want to have a knitted hat, I just ask my mom or, yeah. you know, grandmother and uh, they make it. But that's that's something a bit more special, yeah. and it's it's not something everyone can do, because well, it, it is something everyone could do, but it's not something everyone would like to do. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, it's I think that's maybe one of the reasons why I really enjoy it because it's it's a bit more special. Sure, know? it's a very unique thing relative to everything else in the world, and it's I found that very quickly you have access to people who have been doing it for years mm-hmm. because it's such a small thing relative to everything else yeah um, people around the world uh, internationally you you can connect with people uh, yeah and just most of them are actually really friendly as well yeah. and yeah. Um, really open and I think really happy to meet someone else who is also enjoying whips either cracking them or making them or both of it yeah and um, yeah it's it's really nice to, to be part of this community absolutely and um, it's not many people I mean, I've met some but um, it's not many people who are not that open-minded about mm-hmm. it and sure and that's that's really nice yeah and uh, there's a few whip meets here in Germany there's one coming up in, uh, is it September? Oh, that's in, uh, in Sweden. In Sweden, okay. Yeah, that was uh, Johnny who actually uh, yeah. asked us if we want to come along. It's in, what's it called, Gotland? Yeah. Yeah, it's in, it's in Gotland. It's, I think it's just right after his birthday. And yeah. that's what he wanted to do, was a little whip meeting. I think it was a yeah. bit sad because we had one in Hamburg and he couldn't come. And then mm-hmm. he said, oh, why don't you come over there in September? Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's not that many yet in in Germany because it's not that many people. Yeah. I mean, we had the uh, the whip meeting in Hamburg when Adam was here, mm-hmm. and um, asking all over in the groups, you know, who wants to come. I mean, it was a bit um, last minute. Yeah, it was a bit last minute, and um, it was during the week, so quite quite a few people had to work as well. Sure. Um, but I think it weren't that many people anyway who could have joined us because there aren't that many people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 15? Well, we were 15, about 15 uh, when we all met up. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, those were the people who really wanted to meet Adam as well, and uh, they yeah. just made it possible. You know, it was only a week notice, um, and it was like I said, during the week, midday. This is not really yeah. where normally able to go, um, but they still made it possible, which was really nice. Yeah. And I think Adam really enjoyed that as well. Excellent. A lot of people, you know, everybody who's you know cracking whips these days and is aware of YouTube, you know, Adam Winrich is kind of the for me, I'll speak for myself on this. He's he's the guy who really made it. You know, I want I want to do this. I want to, I want to yeah. crack whips. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The performance aspect of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he makes it look great. He makes it, if you look at him, he's like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I want to look like him. I want to. Yeah. I want to be like him. You know, it's like yeah. a bit like the modern Indiana Jones, I think. And part of it is because he makes it look so easy. It's it's good that yeah. that he does that, even if it's not, because it it makes people. It forces them to you know. I'm gonna order this whip from Andrea. I'm gonna practice. I'm gonna work my way towards yeah. that. And even if they can't do it right when they they receive the whips in the mail you know they, they have something to work for they work towards that is and uh it's a journey you know yeah whip making is a journey cracking whips is, is a journey it's 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 good that you don't have the ability to just do it all at once because oh, if yeah, you be could, really boring yeah, as well yeah it's yeah. all about meeting people the conversation uh you know what what's that you know is that that's from a movie yeah, you know and the conversation unfolds and before you know it you have 10 people who are you know wanting to look into getting a custom whip yeah try it out so yeah yeah it yeah. was even when uh, when we were at the whip meeting there was like um this um i don't know did he say what it was called when he was doing that uh, crack backwards behind uh, his back tasmanian cutback no no, no. no. with both hands with both, both directions Oh. Yeah, and he yeah, said right. he's actually in the middle of practicing that because he wants to be able to do more. Yeah, and uh, so it was. It was also nice to see that it's not all of it is easy for him. You know, he is always learning new things and trying new things out, and you know. So it's um, even if you if you Adam in Winridge, and even if you've done this now for I think 14 years, he said, uh -huh. um, yeah, you can still learn more things and do new new things. Sure. And that's really cool. He Absolutely. Done, uh, he has done the, the, the lasso for 14 years. He's whip cracking since he was nine. So it's oh, that's true. Yeah, but he's but I think the whip cracking is doing. He's actually um, doing it on festivals yeah. for yeah. 14 years now as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the lasso thing. He he tried to to teach me how to do that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> well, I'm getting there one day. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Talk with me about the history of whips here in Germany. Is there any well-known whip-cracking events besides the, I'm gonna butcher this name, Apperschnauzen? Schnauzer? Schnauzer? Apperschnauzer Grasso. Yeah, she said it better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what was the history behind that and how, you know, how long it's been going on? Uh, well, I think maybe we should uh, give over to Nico then, because he actually found out a lot more about that Apperschnalzegosl. Sure. Yeah. I always like to say that in this whole Bavarian accent, because it sounds, <laughs> <laughs> sounds even funnier. If you yeah, these, like these uh, Apperschnalzen events came from um, a time where they uh, um, believed it, it could help a little bit if they crack a whip very loud and the more people get with it and it cracks the snow away. Uh, th they get rid of the winter and everything and they uh, made these events, they are training for it all the year and uh, then they make these different events and the biggest one is the 
Rupertikau, Schnalzen and uh, there are 150 uh, competition groups uh, just from 6 to 18 years old and over 18 there are I think about 500 groups of men who are cracking their whips there but that's not uh, the oldest traditional whip we use we we have these um, shepherds <laughs> that uh, that go into the alps with their uh, with their sheep and there are many groups of them and they uh, communicate with the whips every i think every hour or something they crack a whip so everybody noticed that they are there and there's everything okay everybody's alive and uh, uh, There are so many other uses uh, we have in, in, in Europe for whips uh, for hundreds of years and it's uh, just interesting. We don't have uh, that much um, competitions here right now, only these Apperschnalzer and uh, some uh, groups just walk uh, and, and do some show with the whips, and, but um, not more of a competition like that. So that's the... the The thing on the uh, on the history of whips in Germany, yeah, we have these uh, Fuhrmannsgeisel, um, the the buggy whip, is it mm -hmm. called? Yeah, yeah, we have these buggy whips, and they are still in use. And um, I think the most uh, whips are sold in the um, in the Western sports, uh, like horse riding and everything. I think they're very different those um, whips to the ones that we're making because mm -hmm. they're they're more like a rope and they're more twisted yeah. and not plated yeah and so yeah they look very different yeah it looks like they twisted rope and then maybe cut part of it and that would be considered the taper yes yeah. yeah yeah um uh, you actually sent a whip to adam in the u.s yeah he wanted to just add to his collection yeah and just see what it was like <laughs> yeah uh, Yeah, I was um, I was writing with him um, mainly actually because I wanted to make a whip that can cut the cans. Yes. Um, because um, yeah, we had we had a few talks here. Some people that said no, that's actually not possible because mm -hmm. he's got a special whip made out of metal. <laughs> you know, that's the reason why you can cut a can. And he's got a knife for a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And uh, so he said no, that is actually possible. We want to prove it. So I actually uh, I was asking him um, what what do I have to do to make one that is actually really cutting the can just to make sure you know is there anything special I need to know mm -hmm. and. Um, And then that's how we, we start talking about whips um, and he said oh, what he would really like to have is an Apperschnalzer Gossel and I said oh that's no problem I'll get you one. Um, <laughs> well, like I know one people, those. I know people, I will get you. <laughs> well I just thought well I mean I live in Germany and it's only in the south of Germany where you can get one it can't be that difficult to get one and send it over you know and um, Well, it is. <laughs> Now we know because there's not actually many people that make make them, mm -hmm. and uh, if they make it, then they normally do it for themselves because then they're part of this group or competition, and um, then they don't really want to sell it. Mm -hmm. so, so yeah, then yeah. it was it was Nico was sending a lot of emails around asking people, you know, I got sent to the next person and to the next until you finally found someone, and she said, yeah, I'll make you one and I send it over. Yeah, and. Um, Yeah, so I never had to actually make the the can cutter whip mm -hmm. because uh, we swapped it with Adam then for one. He made one for, for Nico that he can cut the cans with. Yeah. Um, not a special metal one, it was a one made out of power cord. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and then he got the Apuschnauzer Gosse. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, very it's cool. really awesome that Adam was able to crack it right out of the box. I told him that when he got it, he had to make a video of it, unboxing it and cracking it the first time because I've tried and it's really really hard to crack. It is hard to crack. It is hard to it took crack. Took me forever to learn to crack. It's not and hard Adam him, is got it? it got it out of the box. Throw it up and cracked it just like he has done never no, yeah. n n nothing else before. It and was just wow. He did it with one hand after that. Yeah, he yeah. did it with one hand because he has seen the video of the nun. Yeah. which is doing it with yeah. one hand but it's not <laughs> even a, an Apperschnauzer Gossel that the nun is using it's a much smaller one yeah yeah so that was a really fine <laughs> really funny thing yeah. but the same with the with the um, with the can cr uh, can cutting whip uh -huh. uh, it arrived here I got some cans and uh, just placed one outside of the workshop of our workshop in Hagen and yeah. um, just placed one there tried it a few times just to get a crack and everything and then I tried it and I cut the first can with the first attempt yeah that was really cool that, that felt great huh? yeah <laughs> that felt really great that's great just suck, got through it uh, like it was a hot knife through butter yeah well, it was great yeah so Andrea uh, backing up a little bit when you first started making whips you started with bull whips correct yeah okay yeah first and two were bull whips yeah yeah then you you moved on to snake whips. Was there anything particular about the snake whip that kind of drew you towards it? Was it the the ability to carry it in your pocket that it's more compact? Was there anything about it that made you go, ah, I, I kind of want to gravitate towards that? I, I like the snake whip better. Yeah, it's uh, first of all, I actually like the bit that you can you can carry it around. You can put it wherever you want to. It's sure doesn't really bother you. You know, you don't need a big bag to to carry it around, um, and it's. Um, for for me, it was a little bit easier to make because I don't have to rely on anyone else. I don't need to, I don't need to get uh, the handle. I don't need um, any extra tools because I had everything that I needed for for the snake whip. Mm -hmm. And um, so yeah, that made it a bit easier. Sure. And um, and because of quite a few people were always asking for one, you know, mm -hmm. they saw the bull was like, oh yeah, that's nice, but that's a bit big. Yeah. Oh, I like the look of that snake whip. And mm -hmm. um, so you just. Um, I didn't even intend in, intend uh, that I was selling more more snake whips. It just happened. Yeah, interesting. I didn't know that that what decided it was people just wanting it more than a bullwhip. Yeah, and then after a while, I was like, <clears throat> because that's that's something I did the whole time. So I was obviously also getting better in this. I, I knew yeah. exactly if if someone orders like a three and a half feet uh, um, snake whip, I knew exactly how long the strands had to be. You mm -hmm. know and. Uh, where, where do I cut the strands, how to do it, so it really works and, um, you know, I really like it. Yeah. And uh, so it's like, you know, when, when someone orders something that you haven't done before, then you have to still try out a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a lot harder because I'd rather have it um, that I sell a whip and I know it's really working and mm -hmm. I know how, um, yeah, how I did it and it's... Um, yeah, it's been working for a while because mm -hmm. I, I know a few people, um, they've got one and it's still working. Yeah. And yeah. so every time it makes me new, you're not 100% sure that it will really exactly. work. And uh, so, yeah, that's just how it happened. That makes that makes perfect sense. When, when people will ask for something specific from me, it, sometimes it's a little bit intimidating because I'm like, well, I've, I don't have a lot of practice doing that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I can, I definitely see where you're coming from, where if you have a lot of uh, experience doing something, you feel comfortable selling that particular product. Yeah. 
so yeah. yeah it's like with that stock rib you know if uh, yes. when, when someone asks me like oh, are you making stock ribs as well because i could really do with a couple of new ones and and i thought oh, i've never done one yeah. yeah you know that's when i wrote to you and like have you ever yeah. done one and uh, i mean that's in in a way it's actually really good that you asked me because now we we're doing them and yeah. um you know it's it's something new yeah because I, I I enjoy making new things, you know. It's not it's not that much fun if you've got twenty people saying, "Oh, I'd like to have a snake rib three feet long and yeah. uh, black and red, please." Yeah. Because yeah. then afterwards it gets really boring. Yeah. But I don't really enjoy it if I know this is, you know, for someone else if I haven't tried it out. So mm -hmm. I always make the first one, like the first bull rib or snake or, you know, now stock rib. I always like to just make it for myself. I mm -hmm. can try it out and Nico can try it out. Yeah. And um, now, like, we've, I try to make a hybrid one. Mm hmm but I wanted to make it like a really special one. It was shot loaded, uh, the metal handle, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, I wanted to have like a like a proper upper class hybrid one. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so it was it was nearly ready. And uh, Nico was playing outside with it and he's like, oh, it's working really well. It's cracking really good. And mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, about 50 cranks later, he came in and said, oh, great. I can finish the handle now and it's completely done. Yeah. And I realized the, the power cord was actually um, tearing where the, the metal hole was. Yeah. So yeah, I was really glad that I didn't give it to anyone. Sure. Um, because that would have, yeah, I, I don't like it, you know, when someone comes back and basically says, oh, what you've done is shite, you know. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> you know, sure. I, I, don't, I don't like it, I just broke. And, um, you know, the, um, the snake whips, if something breaks on them, I can either see if they've done any damage to it, mm -hmm. um, or it's maybe it's just sometimes um, just losing it a little bit and I just have to tie it a bit more and then it's it's ready to go again. It's it's easy to repair. Yeah. I think one of the points that the people buy the snake snake whips is also because um, they don't need much room to use it. Yeah, that's a great point. Because whipping in, in, in Germany, whip cracking is not very common. You, Not everybody can do this right outside in the garden. Mm -hmm. um, at first, when we started cracking outside, my neighbors came and uh, uh, just had a sneak outside, just was looking, and I said, is everything okay? Ah, just was looking, I was just looking outside, I thought I hear someone shooting. <laughs> and um, you don't need very much place for a snake whip, uh, room around you for a snake whip, and you can do the, the, the easiest tricks inside. Yeah. And you can train inside, and you don't even need a garden to train with, yeah. a, with a snake whip, and you can have very much fun with it. That's why the people, um, I show them ev almost everything with the snake whip. Uh, everything I can do with the bull whip, I can do much more with the bull whip than with the snake whip. But mm -hmm. um, the most things I show them is with the snake whip, and that people say, uh, "Yeah, I want to do that too." Mm -hmm. And it's not that hard. I train them. It takes ten minutes for someone to to hit a target with a snake with a snake whip, and mm -hmm. uh, for someone who has never w uh, cracked a whip before. And um, then the people came addicted to it, and they really love it. Because mm -hmm. it's so handy and you can take it everywhere, like Andrea said. And I think a bullwhip is a little bit more intimidating to most people. So I had it quite often that someone came and said, I just want a small whip, could you just make me like two and a half feet long snake whip? And I was like, well, have you ever done it before? Mm -hmm. No, it's actually, I'd like to try it out. And that I normally then say, don't start with a really small one because mm -hmm. it's actually a lot harder to crack it. Yeah. You know, yeah. so 
do at least three and a half feet or even a bit longer and then you actually have a lot more fun doing this but i think most people think oh, if you know if i just start i start with a small one mm -hmm. and then if i if i'm really good at it i can i can then get a bigger one sure and uh yeah like a proper bull rib you know i mean that yeah. costs a lot more money as well if yeah. you just want to try it out it's you know it's uh it's a lot of money um if you then don't really enjoy it yeah and um yeah like i said it's, it's, i think um you know it's the, the look the look of it as well you know yeah. this massive bull rib like yeah why would i want to buy that you know i think it can be as you mentioned kind of a a psychological thing you know you're intimidated by a six foot whip as opposed to a three foot whip even though the six foot whip is easier to crack yeah than, exactly than the three foot whip so you know if, if it's a psychological thing like that you know sure have them start on a shorter whip and they'll work their way up and when they realize that the longer one is is easier to crack great you know yeah. what i mean exactly but, uh, yeah. yeah but that's why i normally say don't don't do it like even i, I don't do any snake whips um two feet long mm -hmm. because it, you can't crack oh, it it's no. just you have to be so fast yeah the you have to be really good and <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I know that everyone would just be disappointed because most people I sell them to, they they don't uh, have whips and they didn't have any before. Mm -hmm. And so it's a new toy for them. They want to try it out. And that's why I always say you start with three and a half feet um, because then you'll you be happy about it. You know, mm -hmm. it's uh, it's still a smaller size, but it's, it's manageable. Sure. Now, how many years have you been making custom whips now or selling whips? Um, well, it's uh, about over just over a year, a year Excellent. and a half, I think. Very so good. It's, uh, not that long. Yeah. Well, you do fantastic work for making them for that shorter period of time. Yeah. Um, do, most of your customers come from here in Germany, or do you have many international sales? Or? No, they're actually all German. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I had. No. No. I think the furthest that went out we went to America. Yeah. And uh, there's a sat uh, cat sitting on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Tipper, you, you've seen Tipper. <laughs> I did a few uh, video webcasts, she was in it. Yeah, uh, and she, yeah. she seems to like to sit she likes on my it. whip. <laughs> that's her favorite one. Yeah, oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me about your snake pit mobile, as I like to call it. Um, yeah, that is um, my, well, I say company car. Yeah, it's got the logo, the, the Snake Pit logo on it. We believe it um, to be quite possibly the only company car for a whip making business in yeah. the world. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's one of the coolest cars ever. It's a Subaru Libero. Yeah. Um, in America, sold as the Domingo. Yeah, I think. Huh. And. Um, Sorry. <laughs> it's a micro van. <laughs> no, I just had one of those berries in my throat. <laughs> <coughs> oh, it's a Subaru Libero and um, yeah, it's it's tiny. It's like a micro van. You know, it's, a, it's a very small car. Um, it's a Japanese one. But you can actually sit seven people in it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I just love driving around in it. It's purple. It's a very girly car. And... Uh, yeah, you fit into every parking uh, slot. Well, you can, uh, you can, you do a U-turn just on a normal road. <laughs> <laughs> on a sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can, you can even like it's got um, two back. Um, oh, what do you call it? Like, is it like a bench? You know where you sit on in two the back? Yeah. 
-hmm. Yeah, it's got two of them. Yeah. Um, and you can actually fold them all down so you can have a proper bed in it. Nice. Or you just fold one down and it's got a table and you can turn the, the front seats around so you can actually sit around the, the middle one, like yeah. uh, like sitting around a table. Yeah. Um, it's got like a massive uh, sunroof that you can open. Yes. So it's, it's perfect. It's, uh, I love it. Excellent. Yeah. Got four-wheel drive on demand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually always forget about it because you hardly need it with this car because it goes everywhere anyway. Yeah. But if maybe one day it won't, then I still have the four-wheel drive. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real treat uh, getting to ride in this thing. As an American, there aren't a lot of vehicles in America quite like this one. You know. Well, there aren't many in Germany. Yeah. It's only about a hundred um, of them in Germany. Wow. And uh, this color is only one. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Some might say because no one else would want that color, but um, yeah. no, I think they're just a bit jealous. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> no, it's a really cool car, and uh, it's it's so narrow, and you're sitting up high enough to where it's almost like you're you're wearing it. You know, yeah. that's, that's the yeah. best way I can think of to describe, exactly. you know. It's like a van that has been washed a bit too hot. Yeah. And when you don't find a when you don't find a parking uh, parking space parking slot uh, for it, you just pull out the seat belts and wear it as a backpack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told him yeah. don't put it in the dryer. Yeah. And that's what happened. Yeah, you'll know, be carrying it around in your pocket. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's a very cool car. But it wouldn't fit the. It wouldn't be a good car for you because when you go uh, tornado chasing and everything, uh -huh. um, I think the first tornado tornado that comes near you would blow you away with yes, it. Yes, yes, just a little bit of inflow. Yeah, uh, it'd be on its on its side, and I'd be inside the tornado. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did you guys find this this van? Well, it was actually I was I was looking for a car um, that. Because I, I didn't know how much longer the old one is going to do it. It was always always had a few little problems, and and so I said I want to have a, a new car. And um, but it has to be something that that is a bit special because I I don't really like just normal boring standard cars. cars. It's just because you are special. Well, yeah, <laughs> special needs. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that that's my special need is that car. Um, no, and um, yeah, it was, I was looking around a little bit because um, I wanted one that looks cool, but it also had to fit my normal life. You know, I have two children, yeah. so I needed at least four doors. I didn't want to have to get out every time I, I want to have the kids out of the car. Um, then, uh, yeah, I wanted something I can do normal shopping with, so it needed a bit of space in it. And um, I um, lost it now. Sorry, <laughs> I was distracted doors. because I thought it was going to go across the moon. I'm like, I got to get a yeah. picture. <laughs> the beauty of editing, we can just sliding yeah. doors. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to have a car that you know it's got sliding doors because you know with two children, every time they they open the door, yeah. you're always uh, scared there's a car next to you and yeah. they just hit the doors against it. Um, and I wanted one that you can park everywhere because um, I had before I had like Volkswagen bus. They're really nice. They they really have everything that this car's got as well, but they're a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, it's I, I don't like it if you always have to find for parking places because your car's a bit bigger than the normal one. And yeah, so this one fits in everywhere. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah, you can you can road trip in it as well. There's I think there's enough room where you can do that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. 
nice yeah because it's, it's perfect for my for my needs and um, yeah it's great advertisement of course because yeah. everyone notices that car uh -huh. um, I don't go anywhere and uh, people don't see me <laughs> which sometimes it's uh, it's actually yeah you have to actually remember that I always say now I know how someone who's famous must feel because every time I go somewhere everyone yeah. is looking at me yeah well not yeah. me but the car but yeah. uh, you the know people you get their phones out and, and take photos of it yeah yeah but you always see happy faces you know they're yeah. either laughing because it <laughs> looks stupid or they're just happy because they they like of they like the look of it yeah um, but it's always smiling faces everywhere so that's fun that's good um for yeah. the ones that didn't know these cars, the Subaru Libero or Subaru Domingo, um, it just has the wheelbase of a smart car, and it's a it's a van, and a smart car is just a two-seater. Yeah. So, it's it's that small. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's you got good music in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, the sound system. What's it got? Now Bose. Bose sound system. What does it have in there? Uh, we just built it up uh, by ourselves. It's it, it got a focal speakers in the front and uh, audio system speakers in the back and uh, a little subwoofer and uh, I think it's about uh, 1400 watt um, amplifier in it. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Wouldn't need any more in this car because the windows would just burst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So any, any plans for new types of whips andrea besides of course uh, stock whips is something we're both experimenting with uh, building today but do you have any plans for uh, the rest of this year perhaps uh, 2019 well i want to i want to start learning a few different patterns you know like yeah. the what, what, did, what was the one that you did in green and uh, oh, black? The, the bird's eye plaid. The bird's uh -huh. eye, yeah. I'd, I'd yeah. really like to try that one out because it looks really nice. And uh, you just, just learn a few different ones and uh, maybe also um, get used to making a few more big, uh, larger uh, bull ribs. Mm -hmm. um, because now that people start to yeah, get used to it and so you know enjoying the, the snake ribs, um, in this area, they actually start asking for more bull whips as well, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, so it'd be nice to get a little bit more into that. Yeah, and you also mentioned you uh, are wanting to possibly get into some ruhide whips as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had, I've I've got a couple of ruhides lying around here mm -hmm. for quite a while already um, because I didn't really dare to cut into it because I was just yeah a bit scared of to ruin it and yeah. um yes. yeah i would really like to get my hands on that just i don't know if i if i enjoy it as much as uh, the power court ribs but i would at least like to just try it out and then i can sit say yeah yeah i like it or maybe i don't like it yeah. i don't know but um at least you give it a try and decide exactly afterwards. yeah just see how it goes <coughs> and um i mean like the stock rib i was a bit well worried about it you know it's like I, i'm not really sure how to do it and you know the how to do the keeper and um and now we're actually doing it i'm thinking it's actually that difficult you know it's, mm -hmm. it's most of the times it's just you know you just need to find out how to do it yeah but doing sure. it is not that hard yeah so if you're listening to this podcast and you are here in germany Andrea is your go-to for nylon snake whips, and you make bull whips as well. Yeah, I make yeah. bull whips as well, and maybe I make stock whips yes. soon if yeah. uh, if they turn out all right. Yeah, we're we're both learning today uh, how to make stock whips. That's what we've been working on today. But, um, Andrea, if somebody wants to order a whip from you, um, 
do you have a website? Where do you sell your whips? Yeah, um, the the website is uh, it's called Snake Pit Miners Peitschen, which is the German word for whips. Yeah. De, um, or if you go on Facebook, then it's Andreas Snake Pit. Um, yeah, those are the main uh, Instagram as well. But um, it's the easiest way if you just either on the on the website or on Facebook. If you just write to me, or well, my my mobile numbers on there as well. But I can't always answer that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Andrea Fisher, check out her website. Links in the description. Uh, I want to thank you both so much for inviting me to Germany. I would have never gotten this opportunity, and thank wow. you very much. It was really fun so far. It's been yeah. really fun it's to not us done as yet. well. <laughs> yeah, we still have a few days to go. So yeah. if we never talk again after that. We <laughs> everyone knows why <laughs> the last days were awful. But be no, happy to come back. I'm, I'm <laughs> no, really yeah. enjoying myself here. Yeah, yeah you yeah. have to come back. You have to stay here longer. I will get here over two weeks or three. Then we can discover Europe. Then we can go with our big RV. Yes. Then we can go to places besides the not directly in the German vacation time because the every everything's full and uh, mm-hmm. you need to uh, have a ticket and everything. When we when you come outside of the German vacation time, I think we can make a much better trip and see much more. Yeah, go a bit further than we did this time, but we thought it's actually a bit more relaxing if we stay in in this area. Mm-hmm. Why you're here? Because it's only a week, and uh, yeah. So it's and there's loads of nice, nice places around here as well. Oh yeah, yeah. as you already seen some of them, and yeah, um, the dome in, in Cologne. Yeah, the most amazing piece of architecture I've ever seen, built yeah. in the 1200. So yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. awesome. But yeah, now it's it's really fun having you around, and you're more than welcome to come back. Well, it's quite an honor. Thank you guys for letting me stay appreciate every bit of it and cheese for having me on your whip car absolutely thanks for being on the show andrea (laughs) guys thanks for listening and we will see you next time